0: hi everyone welcome to another episode of how it is with whitney and waigua i'm waigua today's episode is a continuation of last week's episode where we got into cbt which is cognitive behavioral psychology and coping with anxiety if you haven't already listened to the previous episode we recommend that you do so before moving on to this one in today's episode we talk about one of my favorite tools for coping with anxiety. But before we get into it, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button like it's still your mind so you don't miss a moment with us. Now, let's get into it. Okay, welcome back everybody. This is the part B. <laughs> of the previous episode, yeah. we realized that it was, it was getting a little lengthy yeah. and we did not want to release our whole book, honey.
1: Because we can talk. We girl. can talk. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, mm. on this part
0: of yeah. the episode, mm. we talk about CBT yeah. and the 12 step prompts mm. that we have for you, and we have a whole spread.
1: Which I can't read to this. I've Word. never actually heard about the 12 prompts. You so, haven't? Yeah, I'm eager.
0: Oh, it's a whole thing, I mean. I'm yeah. so excited to share.
1: Okay. CBT.
0: CBT. What is CBT?
1: So well, in full is cognitive behavior. Behavioral error. Yeah. And I love this theory so much. You do? <laughs> yes. I love it too. I use it a lot. Why? Well, and... Because mostly it's an educational process when you're psycho-educating people. Mm, mm. And what I know from it is that people are prone to irrational thinking and mm. also rational thinking. Mm, you can, yeah. You're can you predisposed to self-preservation at the same time you're predisposed to self-destruction. Distract, right? Right? Oh, I love that right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You can be both, honestly, even meeting any meeting human meeting. being. right? yeah. yeah. Um, another thing I know about this theory is that human beings desire to be loved and needed. Yeah. Yeah. And human beings, they do not need to be desired and loved, even to be loved or to feel like, mm. even though it's highly desirable. Mm. Feel sad about it, but don't feel depressed.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Or don't like let it define you. Yes. Yeah. And
1: Albert Ellis is such a confrontational man. Oh yeah, he, he will right. He yeah. will tell you he's uh, he's the inventor of this theory, and he will just tell you to your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he'll educate you, which uh, yeah, tough. But yeah,
0: I I love how he came up with this like teaching model mm. because a lot of things that we struggle with mm. on a daily. Are things that we need to unlearn and Very then adapt true. new behaviors and wow. beliefs.
1: I know, right?
0: Yeah. And so, this like directive or like teacher boy
1: mm.
0: model that he came up with is amazing. And I strongly mm. feel that these things should be taught in schools. True. Yeah. Sindor. Mm. Yeah. Because. That's such a valuable resource that everybody needs.
1: Right. And another thing he said, like how you're saying this should be taught in schools, because mm-hmm. he said most of these, like irrational beliefs, mm-hmm. we got it from significant others during childhood mm-hmm. and we recreate them through our lifetime. And if we we're taught in schools, at least it'll help, like, learning better thinking yeah. patterns. Mm-hmm. Feeling patterns. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's a short description of CBT.
0: Yes. That is a short description of CBT. Mm. And the eight parts. Ah. <laughs> so now I have. Um, a little. Something I want to share about. The specific like subtopic. We're getting into. Mm. Which is. Cognitive distortion. Mm. Or thinking errors. So these are um, basically thoughts that follow the triangle that I shared about earlier, mm. where we have this feeling that is unexplained. We don't know where it's coming from, like a feeling of fear. And then we create our thoughts to justify this fear mm. or a belief to justify this fear. Mm. And then this belief now feeds into our behaviors. And now we, we can either develop like a good pattern of like thinking and that's the idea but we can also develop a very like vicious cycle that keeps feeding into itself and we like can plummet into very very unhealthy
1: behaviors tell me about it till it becomes your whole existence your whole existence
0: yeah and i feel that we all have those moments where we can look back to and you know remember how like rock bottom it was basically.
1: Yeah. yeah. And also, I think in this line of work, you see how, do you think it to become so vicious? Mm. Where uh, I saw that, oh, you boy. know, these things you just hear. Yeah. But I didn't experience it in that way that it became my whole existence. Mm-hmm. Like this time when I was in prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. I just, she was in prison. The yes. They were in prison.
1: Yeah. I was I was invited to offer counselling services in a in juvenile committee prison and Oh okay. There's one of this uh is it a prisoner? Yeah. 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 And his story is that He's only seventeen, mm-hmm. and he's been arrested for murder—not one, not two, but a couple—and and that's a guy, right? And what he was saying is, he steals. So if he comes to you and says, "Give me your wallet," mm-hmm. then you you like resist. Mm-hmm. He'll kill you and take the wallet, and then he'll he he goes ahead and says, "It's not my fault." Mm-hmm. It's his fault. Hmm. Kama angenipe wallet singe Yeah.
0: You're
1: like, that's how you're thinking.
0: It's so scary. <laughs> it's so scary to imagine there's people walking around, you know, having that, like, frame of thoughts. Right. But that's the reality of it.
1: Yeah. And it's honestly true, as Albert Ellis put it, he said, we tend to transform our desires and preference. So his preference is to get that wallet, mm. to get that money.
0: Yeah. So we
1: tend to transform our desires and preference mm-hmm. into dogmatic shoes, masks, and oaths. Mm. And under, they end up being disruptive feelings and dysfunctional behaviors. Mm-hmm. Very dysfunctional. Yeah. Like,
0: for sure. Okay. I love what you said. Yeah. About like having these like beliefs that mm-hmm. things must go mm. a certain way mm. otherwise
1: yeah that was so scary you know my colleagues and i we had to take a break we're like let's go have lunch because what yeah it's, it's nice that but it's you had. your fault because you're not giving me the wallet i'll kill you so it's your fault you're dead yeah
0: me... oh yeah the, like this rigid rule that mm. you must give me a wallet if you don't then you don't deserve to leave
1: yeah the same thing honestly this femicide thing has been Aggravating. Wow. It has. So I don't know the story, but you can, from my experience, even as a female, mm-hmm. how aggressive most men can be, even with just getting your number, just a phone number. Like, yeah. why do you have to be aggressive about it? Mm, or
0: even a greeting. Right? By the way, the incels are morphing in mm. this period of time let me yeah. tell you something. Mm. And it just goes to show how, like, well, we all have different minds. Very true. And we are all using them differently. And mm. people really do have unique <laughs> mm. trails of thoughts. Mm. And true. if we are not careful, those vicious cycles might really play up
1: Very true.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And these rigid rules that you've talked about are so real. Mm. And um, the example about the client you had Mm. is a very extreme but very, like, real
1: Mm.
0: example of how, like, irrational beliefs can really have such massive consequences. Right. And also, Mm -hmm. these rigid, like, irrational beliefs that we have for ourselves. Mm, I must be perfect mm. to deserve love mm. or I must be this way to mm. deserve this.
1: I must have new shoes on Christmas to enjoy Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That is for so me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm. And
0: also there is this other must that is The world must be this way or this way, and this for me to be okay or for me to be content, and it's unrealistic, clearly. Mm -hmm. But we all, I feel that we all have these rigid rules Mm. that come up one way or another, yeah, and these. Questions that we're going to get into later will really help, like, bring out Mm. some of these rules that we have for ourselves and boil them down and eradicate.
1: We will definitely take those questions home Mm -hmm. because...
0: Yeah. Can't wait. So, yeah. Now, there is this, like, ABC model Mm. that Albert Ellis came up with.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. By Albert Ellis. And I remember you mentioned it on our part A.
1: Yeah. Of this <laughs>
0: And maybe just to revisit, mm. because it's a very important element in the CBT mm. context. Yes. So in the ABC model, mm. there's the activating events, which is the stressor. Mm. So these activating events um, can be, you know, I. Significant experience that Mm. really sticks for you, Mm. like for me, for to say, me that time when I got lost in Tika,
1: yeah, (laughs) that could
0: be an activating event.
1: That was episode three,
0: (laughs) that was a stressor, honey. (laughs)
1: Yes,
0: and Mm. so getting lost in a like in a city because of a matatu might cause me to have a belief about matatus.
1: Very true.
0: Yeah, so the B in the ABC model is a belief. Mm, mm. So an activating model leads to a belief. So my belief around matatus could be matatus are shite, they would always get you lost. Matatus yeah. are mm, ghetto. <laughs>
1: and,
0: and believe me, I had a fear of matatus for the longest time, mm. especially buses. Mm. I just knew that, what? What's <laughs> any <laughs> pity? like a file. So I had this like long-term fear mm. about my tattoos. But it is because of that one single Incident. event. Yeah. And then now there's the consequences. Mm. Now I can't move around. I struggle mm. to get into like, my tattoos. Um, and then imagining getting into a matatu uh, it, at the beginning of my day, as soon as I'm waking up, mm. it ruins my day. I it think... plays into my entire day. True. Now I like I'm stressed for the entire day just because I had to get into a too. So it's like yeah, A B C activating events True. belief and then the consequence of a belief. And then the consequence of a belief feeds again into the into the the whole cycle basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, I struggle with my work, or I feel bad about going into the matatu, and then now I reinforce that belief that matatus are horrible, and then it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And
1: it recreates itself into other things Mm. like that. Exactly,
0: Mm. and then it gets to a point where you can't even trace back where it started from.
1: Yeah, now you're lost. Now you're completely for real. Now, yeah.
0: (laughs) And this is why like one of the greatest like recommendations we could ever make is to consider therapy as a way of resolving some of these issues, because mm-hmm. there is one of the spaces where you miraculously trace back yes where it started from. Mm-hmm. and with that awareness. All of these beliefs and mm. problems start to dissolve.
1: Very true, because you need that other point of view, mm. and there can be a bad therapist. So choose someone, choose a good therapist, the one you'll feel comfortable with. Mm. There's a lot of transparency. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, tea. and I, I'm sure, like in a future episode, we are going to get into like the process yeah. of like choosing a therapist Facts. and the challenges and the realities of it. Mm. I can't wait. <laughs> but therapy is like the ideal option,
1: right? I'm um, laughing yeah. so hard because
0: yeah, <laughs> I, you've had experiences yourself. Yeah, fibers.
1: like honestly, um, I, I, I think I enjoyed therapy because the transparency was. I don't think transparency is bad as long as it's not affecting. Yeah, as long as it's, it's not yeah. affecting
0: Negatively Yeah.
1: And you can actually unpack so many things from mm. the transference. Mm. So my therapist looks, walks like my dad exactly. Oh, my days. <laughs> oh. So it used to feel like, wow, that father wound It's is she. He. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that father wound was just being healed. Mm-hmm. but now It's like someone that looks exactly like them. But now seeing all the right things. Oh, yeah. Being bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, has it's... Just choose a good therapist, even though you have transparency. Some prefer women, like even in Madari, Mm -hmm. you'll meet with some client and they won't want to talk to you. They'll say they want an older woman, yeah, or they want a man, yeah,
0: so and that's okay, okay, right? Yeah, and um, Mm -hmm. transparency what does transparency mean for the listeners?
1: Oh, yeah, transparency is let me say it's like, um, seeing. Something exists in someone else mm. that has existed in your life before. I guess that's how I can put it. Let's say you see a woman in a suit. Mm. There's one patient who told me, "You remind me of my mom." Oh, Nendanga Church, send your suit. So he's already transferred like the mother's face, yeah, and mother's behavior on me, mm. and. In therapy, transparency is, like, honestly, a gateway to explore so many more. Yeah, if you can ask, how does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. You actually get so many stories from it. So, yeah. yeah.
0: I love how you defined it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And also, like, for me personally, learning about transparency has really shed a lot of light in, mm-hmm. you know, patterns of relationships with, like, the people around me. Tell me about it. You'd be surprised how much a person who looks like your mother affects you mm-hmm. at work. It's and you if you, like, observe, you realize, like, there's this, like, way you relate to them. Yeah. That is quite similar to your mom. Like, maybe you have, like, some reverence around them yeah. or whatever. And it's so interesting, like, just being aware.
1: Right? Yeah. The well, yeah. well, They they have mentioned even the dating patterns...
0: The dating part I mean. You can
1: find yourself in your relationships, you incline to people who are, like, maybe the wounded part of your parents, mm. your mother or your father. But
0: even the healthy part of your parents. Mm.
1: True. Yeah.
0: And the, the, like, the thing of it is that it's not a bad thing necessarily. Yeah, right. But it's important to be aware. Uh,
1: very true. Mm. Yeah, hey, be aware, because... For me I was more in the wounded part for a long time. Hey, um, Kajembe, okay, damn. <laughs> we need to at least focus on the healthy part. Yeah. Call yourself to a meeting and yeah. like <laughs> True.
0: Yeah, and so, one of the yeah. best ways to like explore transparencies in therapy.
1: Very true. Yeah. So go for therapy. Go for therapy, honey. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: so that's it about what cognitive therapy is. Yes. And now, let's talk about thinking errors.
1: Okay.
0: And is this thinking.
1: thinking errors? Uh, it's a part of the questions.
0: Yes. It's basically... So, the questions are supposed to challenge the thinking errors. With oh,
1: distortion. Okay. I'm here for it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, basically, Albert Ellis believes mm-hmm. that our cognition, like the way we think Mm. or um, our feelings or our behavioral processes Mm. can be manipulated to reduce stress or to reduce anxiety. Mm. And the first step into changing Mm. these processes is by becoming aware of them. Mm. And so these 12 questions really help to bring them to light ah. and then now to challenge them.
1: Ah,
0: and manipulate them. And manipulate them. Okay. But the CBT is mm. a very, like one of the criticisms about CBT is that mm. it can be manipulative, True. especially when you're in the wrong hands. Mm. But it can also be such like a good process where you're, you're mm. having your hands held mm. and walked through like the entire process. Very true. Right? Yeah. place of equilibrium, mm-hmm. So that even when you're getting into these questions, your mind is like as clear as it can be in that moment. And so when you're asking yourself these questions, you are more like um, clear-headed about it. It's true. Yeah so shall we get into the questions
1: yes we shall shall we may (laughs) (laughs) oh my
0: goodness (laughs) these questions are 12 Mm -hmm. and i would recommend that you don't just answer them in your mind Mm. you get a piece of paper or a book your journal and you write Mm. the answers the question and the answer so that now when you're writing it it leaves you I talked about this in the Christ voice mm. episode. Mm. Yeah. Tell us a little about Janlin. You are the Janlin worst <laughs> You are like the, the best yes. fuck me. Yeah. That's good. Oh, I will. <laughs> But I would. (laughs) Basically, I've noticed that a lot of times I catch myself stammering, (laughs) like trying to stress something I'm saying, and I am stuck, like my mouth is not moving. Mm. It's so interesting.
1: I love it. Yeah, it's so adorable. Honestly, oh
0: thank you. Yes,
1: you are the most adorable. I tell you that all the time, and then you're like, really? Am I?
0: Girl, (laughs) maybe I need to challenge my beliefs.
1: Yeah. Jeez,
0: <laughs> oh, it's <the> monkey again. <laughs> oh, it was that. Like, I know that's right, yeah, beliefs,
1: true girl. Tell her. <clears throat> so, journaling, I'll say, first of all, it's so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You can like get a certain book, you're like, I'm gonna journal, like, let me see, compliments in this book.
0: Oh, yeah, right. wow, well,
1: then. It will go that way for a couple of months, then it will just turn into something else. That's mm. my experience. Now it can turn to insights or even a drawing. Or I think it's very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Just when you reach maybe that day of the week for, for you to journal, don't mm. force yourself. At it. Just because I said my journaling will be for compliments, mm. that's what it will be. No, I think... Just wow. express whatever is coming out of you, because mm. honestly, we're constantly changing. Right, where you can't even say it's a quadruple.
0: You meet yourself in the here and now In your
1: are. So, journaling is fun. It's explorative. It uh, develops you into something else.
0: Oh, honey, yes. I I can imagine because I have seen you. In your process of journaling. Mm -hmm. And I've read into a little bit of your journals. And it's amazing how much insight you can get about yourself. Right. Yeah, through that process. And there's so much safety in it as well. Mm -hmm. Just having your book, which you're in control of. Mm -hmm. Where you vent into... Yeah, and having that ability to go back to it anytime you want, it's not like a conversation which is yeah. so ephemeral, yeah. it's something that is physical, that stays with you, that you carry with
1: you. Very true. Yeah. That's what journaling is to me, and I'm picking you, you can relate, because you also journal. I try. Yeah. I
0: try. And there's a time i shared on my instagram stories last year earlier last year how i was struggling with channeling because mm. sometimes I just, I just can't be focused it feels mm. like i am going back to composition writing mm. in primary and those years what happened
1: true
0: it was not fun mm. so when i vented mm. on instagram
1: mm.
0: um somebody my friend who lives either in the neighborhood mm. Suggested to me that I could try video journaling Mm. or audio journaling, and that was such a brilliant idea for me because Mm. just like living your Vixen fantasy, just sitting there pretty and just chatting to yourself.
1: True, even text journaling. Mm. Anything that you find cool that lets you pour out.
0: Oh, I do text journaling a lot. Right? Yeah yeah anything that's why one. i say
1: jamming is so unpredictable it is it's not like one common way
0: yeah
1: like whew. maybe sometimes i like what i lack words so i just draw something
0: yeah, yeah i saw yeah, the yeah. little drawing you did wow. <laughs>
1: yeah so pretty oh you and the on new ones you? there are yeah i don't know if i showed you
0: oh we love is that sure. oh, of course it's a banana machine mm. What is? <laughs> what is this nigga? I think
1: it means anything you feel it gives you, any feeling it gives you.
0: I'm thinking safe, mm-hmm. but like literally locked in a safe. Wow. So I'm thinking having this need for safety, mm-hmm. but it turns out to be like bad because mm-hmm. now you're locked in and you're overly guarded.
1: Wow! I love your meaning. Thank to you
0: what was your meaning exactly that oh really it's been crazy oh my goodness yeah
1: so i do draw a lot we get each
0: other
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes i feel like art should just mean anything to anyone right yeah
0: it should yeah yeah
1: and if it means the same that's also cool (laughs) Work. yeah so jangling that's jangling
0: yes so for this process and for any other process i definitely recommend jangling It's amazing.
1: Word. Mm-hmm.
0: Ah yeah. So let's get into the questions. Yes. The question. They mm-hmm. are called stoic questions. Stoic? Yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I was gonna add to people that they should develop like a rational philosophy in life. And a huge part of philosophy is stoicism. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because
0: basically they they have you reflecting and thinking back. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Go ahead, girl.
0: So, the first question Mm. um, is, am I jumping to the worst possible conclusion? Mm. What does this mean? What does the worst possible conclusion mean? It could be, for example, Mm. um, I'm getting ready to go for my internship first day. Mm. Um, I'm dressed like just properly, officially.
1: Mm.
0: But I am thinking. I I begin thinking to myself: Are you a little too zesty? Mm. Um, um. I start thinking about my voice, my gestures the way I'm walking. Mm. and then I start imagining that when I get there, I get clocked and I get whooped,
1: yeah.
0: mm. <laughs> or I get sent away. Yeah, Because literally, that's one of the things I was thinking, to be honest. yes. And so I was so, so conscious about how I was presenting myself. Mm-hmm. So thinking now about it, that is basically the worst possible conclusion. Mm-hmm. It's like the worst thing that could happen. And so here, in the um, situation that you're in, mm-hmm. asking yourself, am I jumping to the worst possible conclusion? Mm-hmm. Um, yes or no? And if yes, list down those worst possible conclusions. Mm-hmm. Is it getting whooped of justice? <laughs> what mm-hmm. is it? Are you going to like get sent away from home? Um, and then can you come up with other possible scenarios besides the worst case scenario? Mm-hmm. So that is a way to like ch- challenge that belief, that worst case scenario so that you realize It's not that bad.
1: And it's very unpredictable. Not the worst will happen. There are many other things that can happen. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Love that. Mm -hmm.
0: Then the next question is... Mm -hmm. Number two. Am I thinking in extreme all or nothing terms? Mm. This is like basically black and white. Mm. If yes, think about the situation before when you thought you you like would end up like in the worst possible Mm. situation and think Mm. about how did it turn out. Was it terrible? Mm. As you might have imagined. Yes. Yeah, for example like me being there's just recently I went on a date with Audra Mm. and Audra's friend Mm. and my friend Nicole. Mm. And initially I was scared like dressing up it was in the middle of the day and it was going to be in cbb Mm -hmm. but i dressed all the way up i wore like my favorite baggy pants Mm -hmm. and my tortoise printed like Mm t-shirts not t-shirt like a whole shirt Mm -hmm. even not a (laughs) t-shirt and and my little shades and i carried my tote bag and i looked like an absolute queer Mm -hmm. and Initially I was a little scared but I meditated and I was put together and so I stepped out and my experience being outside was not that bad. Yeah. And yeah, so those are the experiences I could fall back to and like mm-hmm. tap into in situations where I'm thinking my queerness could like put me in the worst space. Yeah.
1: So it's the question was, am I leaning into extremes? mm mm-hmm. All or nothing. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's deep. Reminds me of how Albert Ellis will say, before, before jumping into depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. allow yourself to feel sadness Work. or disappointed. Mm-hmm. Before jumping into this is awful, mm. at least jump into this is inconvenient, mm. right? Yeah. Don't go to the extreme yet before experiencing like the mm. shades of grey.
0: Yeah, I love how mm. he expresses like emotion as such a spectrum. Yeah. But it builds into levels, mm. and I think he's the one who described depression, mm. depression as <laughs> a sadness that has not been felt. A True. sadness that you have not allowed yourself to, to feel. So it pants up and then now it, your body gives in and yeah. it tells you, bitch, you need to feel the sadness. Facts. Yeah.
1: So feel, feel the sadness before you jump into mm-hmm. the extremes. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Girl, wear the queer outfit and go.
0: Go outside, honey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Mm-hmm. Am I using words like always and never mm-hmm. to draw general conclusions from a specific event?
1: Mm-hmm. Word. Mm-hmm.
0: Especially, we see this in couples, I mean. I you
1: <laughs> always do that.
0: You <laughs> always don't
1: give me attention. Yeah. <laughs> right? think you should use maybe mostly... Cause it's not always.
0: Yeah, right? yeah, or like pick a specific event or a situation mm. and, and, and talk about it. it. true. Because best believe it's a specific event that is causing you to speak mm. that way. So just talk true. about that
1: period.
0: Yeah, and when we're in a state of worry, mm. the words that we use in our minds are usually superlatives. Mm. They are usually extremes and absolutes. It's, it only makes anxiety worse It just feeds into the room. Yeah Oof.
1: Oof,
0: Indeed Number 4 mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I predicting the future Instead of waiting to see what happens
1: That one is so true Right And it's that uh, yeah. here If mm-hmm. yes,
0: then maybe The state of anxiety Is not being caused by what's happening now mm-hmm. But a fantasy Of what hasn't happened or may never even happen. Mm. You may be feeling deeply upset or, over a fantasy about the future. Something that is not even real. Facts. Yeah. So, just like, write it down. Mm. What are these things that you're visualizing will happen? Mm. And put it to rest.
1: Oh, this is definitely a good journal prompt for but... So as is starting, mm. I hope everyone will go and try generally these yeah. questions. We'll post them. We can post them. Yes, we'll post. Okay, we'll nice. share a link. Okay.
0: Yes, and when honestly, when I was reading this, I was thinking about like mm. a person who has just finished their KCSE. They've gotten mm. the results, and we know a lot of students did not mm. do amazing at it. I mm. think the education system is bullshit. What? And. So this uh, Might feel might, uh, might be a very valid Like question Or a prompt for someone Who's feeling like My life is done Okay I The have world this, is Yeah, over. exactly
1: Damn
0: <clears throat> Next question Number five mm-hmm. Am I jumping to conclusions About what other people Are thinking of me?
1: Ooh,
0: Ooh indeed When yep. a person may... <laughs> When a person person is anxious and their feeling of self-worth is down, Mm. they try to seek approval from other people. And that's perfectly normal. For example, Mm. um, when I message my friend saying, hey, what's up? Mm. And they don't respond in a couple of days. Because my self-esteem is low, I might tell myself, of course they're not texting back. I'm an annoying prick, um, or I know they don't care about me, or I always I know them when, annoy them when I text them.
1: Yeah.
0: and you end up regretting texting them, placing mm-hmm. self worth against someone's action, someone else's actions. Um, it's unrealistic.
1: Yeah, a very limiting. Yeah, truth. Mm-hmm. I think that's why you do the shame. There's the shame exercise In CBT uh-huh. Where you tell that person Go do that thing that makes you feel embarrassed Or or shameful Read mm-hmm. for me that question again
0: Am um, I? The question is Am I jumping to confusion about what other people Are thinking of me?
1: Yeah That thing you do that you immediately think People will think I'm foolish So in the exercise you tell someone Go do that foolish thing you think And mm you see it's like an experiment and then most people do it and they're like someone it's just it even made someone's day or yeah <laughs> just being yourself is so cool mm. like even my partner told me mm-hmm. he doesn't enjoy running when there's lights <laughs> because oh, yeah. yeah it feels like people are looking at you <laughs> <laughs> and at that point in my head of course i'm like it's perfectly normal
0: it's a valid yeah right yeah, yeah. i can't run in the day yeah. with my fat bumper like bro, i'm not <laughs> trying to be scared
1: oh my goodness honestly <laughs> i do understand yeah though i love to run anytime you do hey and i would want my partner told to learn that with time. Yeah. But meanwhile you just hold space for them to run early in the morning, yeah. or late at night. Mm. Yeah.
0: And also I feel this question really helps to realise that you can't read minds.
1: Very true. Right. What well, you really can't.
0: Mm. Like for the example of a message, like all of these thoughts without mm. taking into account that they may have something going on. Mm. They didn't respond because they hate you. Maybe they have something going on. They could be very busy. But mentally, like, struggling. Maybe they forgot. There's so much.
1: Like, me, I forget messages. (laughs) Also, busy at our time, lunch. The last Mm. time they checked their phone, maybe, was when they were getting out of the house in the morning.
0: Yeah. Or they're in a crisis. Right? Yeah. So, So now trying to challenge these thoughts on paper, Mm. looking at all the different alternatives. Mm. Really help?
1: True. Okay. And people by there are always in their own lives. Mm. Like, even most of the time when I was young and mm. I'll confidently wear my booty shirt. But even now when I wear my small shorts okay. <laughs> or my small dress. Oh, I love that. Someone can ask me, hey, you're not scared? I'm like, what am I scared of? Yeah. Like... Yes, I know we're very vulnerable to, like, incidents where we can get raped and all that shit. Mm. But, hey, fuck it.
0: Yeah, some guys or even are even being wearing, judged. Yeah, like fucking all the way up to down and still right?
1: rape is happening. get raped. Stop so it's stop not what I'm wearing. The exactly. It's
0: so so, insane. It's so annoying.
1: So annoying. But yeah, like just be yourself do it do
0: it scared do it and trust that there's people who are going to hold space for you and appreciate you for presenting yourself in the here now Mm. as you are.
1: and just think it's not a must even to like you when you're not liked it doesn't mean you're awful yeah yeah like it's nice to be liked yeah but it's not awful if I'm not liked yeah it doesn't take away from my value exactly yeah
0: that's the uh-huh. tea and that's something I Ellis also stresses a lot: right. that your behaviors, your mm. thoughts, your emotions mm. do not add onto your value; and do not right. take away from your value. True. You are this being who is intrinsically valuable. Mm. It doesn't go away. It doesn't change. It's there.
1: That's so true. Even when you notice something about yourself that you mm. don't like, mm. still hold value for yourself. Yeah. Give yourself that chance to learn. Yeah. Like, okay. I didn't like what I said. I didn't like what I, I don't like what I do mm. but don't make yourself feel like I'm nothing
0: exactly <laughs> I tell myself yeah. when I make a mistake I am, I am a with intrinsic value who made a mistake yeah. even when I do amazing, I am waiga with intrinsic value who did amazing Wow. everything else is suffix and prefixes like this but. Means.
1: Yeah. I love that, guys. Please <laughs> pick what you've and do it. I know I'm going to pick it. Yes, please. <laughs> yes.
0: Mm. Next question, number mm-hmm. six. Am I focusing only on the negative information and overlooking the positive information? Wow. This happens so often. Mm. So if yes, what is this negative information or perspective? Mm. List them down and then move on to list the mm. positive information or perspective, wow. the very important. Okay. Mm. Next number seven. Yes. Am I discounting positive information or twisting a positive into a negative? Mm. For example, I'm not gonna get the job. Mm. Um. But what if you do? Is the question. What? Yeah, be very. girl. Mm. We have been like in the process of, like, trying to, like, apply for jobs yeah. and whatnot. True. And I'll tell you for sure, there's a lot of, like, opportunities that I've seen and thought, mm-hmm. girl, I'm not going to get this job. Mm-hmm. um, And um, just to bring in an experience. So when the queer Africa networks, you know about it? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they used to be on, and they used to, like, have this like career portfolio. where you could like subscribe and have mm. like suggestions sent to you mm. and you'd be guided to like apply and all of that um and i got assigned with odra mm. um and odra was really like helping me realize mm. that i was really 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 like underestimating my capacity mm. and devaluing my experiences and my portfolio mm. and any, any um, opportunity i'd get i would think I am so inadequate for mm. this. I could never. They would never accept me. But then, the truth is, I was just um, discounting positive right. information, positive turning experiences, them turning negatives. them into negatives. Turning
1: them into negatives. Yeah, like this job searching, it can happen a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, if mm. you yes, just write it down and challenge it. Uh, by maybe giving them a positive twist. Mm. Number eight, am I globally or always putting myself down as a failure, mm. um, or as worthless or useless? Um, this is very direct. Mm-hmm. So if yes, you just explain on the journal how, how, what is it, what is it about myself that is a failure?
1: Mm.
0: What's what am I telling myself? That makes me feel worthless or useless
1: yeah especially when you maybe don't get that job or mm. some people jump into telling themselves I'm a failure mm. what reminds me in the words of my like even a random patient will just come and tell you let me see they're nothing you sina job sina Sina a Mm. You know, and at that point they're thinking that, like, 36, their whole existence is defined as a failure, and, wow, I hope they can get to remind themselves that they're human, Mm. even though you fail a certain thing, you're not a failure, you're Mm. human, and one thing about being human is you can try again,
0: Mm.
1: it's never too late.
0: It's never too late.
1: Like recently I was journaling about how life is a lesson Mm -hmm. and it's not about right or wrong good Mm. or bad it's about the lessons we get Mm. whether you get your lesson when you're 90 that's Mm -hmm. when you realize and get a weekend Mm. whether you get it when you're 12 15 Mm. I don't think it's ever too late
0: yeah right for sure yeah Mm. and I I also Just to add to that I, I feel that We are the only ones Who can hold space For ourselves Like as mm. an individual As like A valuable person Or a person of worth mm. Because You feel worthless And then somebody Comes along And tells you That you are Worthy mm. But you're only Worthy for as long As they are carrying you along True And then when they walk away mm. You feel worthless Again, again. What? So taking that personal responsibility And lifting Mm -hmm. yourself up Take care of your living inside of you
1: Facts guys Yeah Mm
0: -hmm. Number
1: nine
0: Mm -hmm. Am I listening too much to my negative gut feelings Instead of looking at the objective facts Wow When we are at a bad mental space Mm. dealing with anxiety depression or other issues naturally Mm. we get a feeling of terror inside our gut that gut feeling can even obscure the objective facts around you Mm. and now you stop thinking clearly Mm. just because you feel negative emotion doesn't always mean that there is a real reason Mm. um it's like a fire alarm making a lot of noise, but there's no fire.
1: Wow, very true. Um, honestly, I, like I really will. Without mm, <laughs> <a little bit laughs> an
0: emergency. Damn. Yeah. So, if you re- this resonates, you list down these negative gut feelings that you're having and then challenge them using objective facts. My wow. cat is sitting on my lap, forgive me, you guys. <laughs>
1: She's so cute. She's like, it's my time.
0: It's my time Mark now. I'm running this house. Aww. That's an icon. Number
1: 10.
0: Hmm. Am I taking an event or someone's behavior and making it uh, into something personal? And am I blaming blaming myself or overlooking other factors? Um, this, um, for example, I'm just thinking, mm. like when I was a child and getting sent up to the room. Yeah. So that was something like very obvious that I needed to because Kesheko right. na But for me, I made it about myself that mm. I'm not wanted there.
1: Honestly, I'm not so different. <laughs> yeah. The teenagehood. yeah. When you just talk too badly, you immediately think it's because I'm not liked. Yeah. They don't
0: want me. I'm not cool enough to be talked to nicely. And right. it's changed something.
1: <laughs> I think that is such a feeler tendency. Like personality types, if you're a feeler, you, you feel that way. But yeah. Try okay. you know to adjust to it. Changing that thinking. I like that question too. Exactly. Changing mm. that thinking. Mm.
0: So, in this question, mm. write it down. Like, yeah. why am I feeling upset over something that is completely outside of my control mm. and that has nothing to do with me? Facts. Yeah. And then, is that a healthy way to look at the situation? Just ask yourself that. Is mm. that a way I can allow myself to be upset about an upsetting thing? I saw whilst separating that feeling of upset mm. from a sense of personal shame or mm. personal blame. Yeah. Next question.
1: Is your microphone closed? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: it's okay. Miss
1: Bow taking over. Running oh. the
0: streets, honey. She'll, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Number 11. Mm. Am I using words like should, must, mm. ought, and have to in order to make rigid rules for myself, for the world, and other people?
1: Hey, what?
0: Sometimes we have rules of how other people should treat us, and often those rules aren't very realistic. Tell me about it. Mm-hmm.
1: Goodness. And also people don't
0: see those rules mm. of how I'm supposed to be treated. Yeah. It's not it's not on our foreheads. Facts. Yeah.
1: We need to communicate them better.
0: Exactly. Mm. And also holding space for people who don't know us that way. Who don't mm. know our rules. True. And you know, being able to person not personalise it like mm-hmm. they don't know like what I'm about. Great. So yeah. So, if you have any rigid demand of how people should treat you, then you may live a life of continually being hurt and disappointed by other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, instead you could take the shoulds, masks and change them into something more flexible. Mm. Like, I would have preferred if they texted me back.
1: That's instead
0: of they should have te- texted me back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now moving on to the last one, yes. last but not least, number 12. Mm-hmm. Am, I letting my, am I telling myself, number 12, am I telling myself mm. that something is too difficult or unbearable and that I can't stand it? Well, actually, it is a difficult to bear situation, but it is bearable and worth tolerating. Yeah. Especially with issues beyond our control. For example, the pandemic. True. Yeah.
1: And even CBT says a psychologically healthy person is let me say comfortable Mm -hmm. or is a Adjustable to discomfort. Mm. You won't make discomfort feel like the end of everything. Mm.
0: Like you can't change your circumstances, but yeah. you can change how you react to the circumstance.
1: True. Mm, I love that one too. These questions are very nice. Are they?
0: Mm. Oh, thank you.
1: They're in our link. I'm definitely gonna like check yeah. them.
0: Yeah, they in okay. the link. Yeah, I yeah, okay. had sent.
1: Can't wait to go see.
0: Oh yeah, and I'm journal. so excited.
1: Yeah, journal my answers.
0: I tell me I want to journal like very soon. It's been the last time I used them is like November.
1: Wow. Yeah. Mm.
0: So excited. That was the final question, you guys. Yes.
1: And if you're looking into getting into journaling, you can start with these questions. Yeah. To you know spark up your mind. Yes. And your life. Get into it. <laughs> wow this was a nice episode
0: it was
1: very insightful and we're open to your feedback
0: yes please any
1: insight you have yeah and i'd like to give a shout out honestly to our listeners mm. with the constant feedback i think our most like um active listener is editor
0: Oh, yes, shout out. Yeah, AD. shout out to
1: Eddie. Thank you for the insight you send. Yeah. This one I'm to send to you. Yeah, it's about the sandwich and the country. Oh, Yeah. Yes. He sent it to me. He's like, we exploit. And yeah, thanks for being active with us. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much.
0: And I like <laughs> faith. Like, yeah, we are mm-hmm. always so excited to get feedback. Right. It's uh, me, I get so giddy. So I don't know do. if don't, giddy is the word. What is giddy?
1: yeah (laughs) it feels good right it feels amazing yes and as we wrap up another insightful episode of how it is we want to expand a massive thank you to you our incredible listeners Your support means the world to us. And if you enjoyed today's conversation, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, leave a review, and share the love. Share the
0: love, man. Yes. Remember, Mm -hmm. life is an adventure, and we are thrilled to have you along for the ride. Until next time, stay fab, stay true to yourself, and keep embracing how it is. Sending you all the love.
1: Because this is how it is. This
0: is how it is, (laughs) Heidi.